This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Okay, it is time for some more matchups competing today. They're back at Jim Kelly's hometown, Mitchell, taking on Bayfield, Ontario. That's right, Taz. My dark horse in this tournament was Tavistock, but they're out, so I'm putting all my chips into my hometown of Mitchell, home of the Mitchell Hawks and the Cornstalks. Forget about thrift shopping in Stratford. Try dump running in Mitchell at the Mitchell Dump. <laughs> Bike frames, folding chairs, old luggage, those are all things my dad, Pat Kelly, has liberated from the Mitchell Dump and paid absolutely nothing for. Because if you bring wood and recycling, Taz, they let you in for free. Oh, in your face, Marie Kondo. Also, speaking of Mitchell... Got to give a shout-out to a local legend here. Calvin Annis, local Mitchell man, turning, I don't know how old, 60, I think. Something like that. 60, 61 this year. Taz, this guy, my friend Putty, said he saw Calvin Annis drink 40 beers in one day while he was bricklaying. He saw him drink a 2-4, and then a 12-pack, and then four more beers in one day. You drink that much beer? You're going to have problems with your anus the next day. (laughs) And speaking of old buggers, they're taking on Bayfield this morning, also known as Grayfield because of its aging population. It's just a town where you don't know where anyone is going ever because everyone's blinkers are on all the time. (laughs) You got to do some shopping in uh, downtown Bayfield. You got the Archies. You got the Sea Jewels. And also, Spotted Cow for some home goods shopping. Don't confuse the Spotted Cow with the Spotted Hog, which is what you'll catch while you're in Grand Bend. And speaking of Grand Bend, they are competing today against lovely Kamoka. Mm-hmm, Taz, and I've got a prediction. If quarantine ends before May 2-4, Spotted Hog rates will skyrocket in <laughs> Grand Bend. Whew, totally worth it, though. You know how May 2-4s get at Grand Bend and especially Gables. Hey, if you thought an escape room on vacation was a fun brain exercise, try solving the Grand Bend mystery itch. They're taking on Kamoka this morning. <laughs> hey, a funny, funny that the town has the word mocha in it because it may be the whitest town in Ontario. <laughs> you got to see Kamoka's arena, though, the Kamoka <laughs> Wellness Center. This wellness center, quite impressive. But Taz, you know, for Kamoka, the their arena, it's kind of like walking by a dumpy house that has a shiny Corvette out in front of it. I can't shake this bad feeling that Kamoka's arena was also paid for with drug money. <laughs> uh, mocha. It's spelt differently, but yes, the word mocha is in Kamoka. And Jim Kelly, what can you tell us about Forest? versus paris taz forest ontario just a scenic farming community with no cases of covid19 yet but plenty of ringworm hey you've heard of vegemite right the australian delicacy well there's a local lemon-based delicacy in forest called pledgemite you just take two pieces of white bread lemon pledge you douse the middle of them and you got yourself a pledgemite sandwich you can try it at the old house cafe downtown no Uh, it'll leave your colon with a sparkling wood grain sheen and they're taking on paris isn't isn't, 
the president of the United States, isn't he uh, recommending that people uh, disinfect their insides in his press conference yesterday? Yep, I think he said inject it right into the blood. (laughs) (laughs) He kind of did. Well, if you're sick of having dust on your bones and dirt in your blood, eat some lemon pledge. Don't. I just want to interrupt. I usually don't interrupt once you get going. Jim's kidding. Don't make a Pledgemite sandwich. It was a joke. We don't want anyone eating cleaning products because they heard about it on the radio. And if, Go on. If, you're, if we're warning people, we might as well warn them. Also, don't move to Forest, Ontario. Simply. <laughs> also, they're taking on Paris, Ontario this morning. You know... It makes me wonder if there's a place in Paris called Ontario that's just as disappointing to French people. If you look closely at the town sign when driving into Paris, it actually says Paris Cough, Ontario. Because people always say, welcome to Paris, <coughs> Ontario. Okay, it may not be the real city of love, but if you drink enough OV or smoke enough meth, those hydro towers kind of look like Eiffel Towers. <laughs> and also, don't smoke meth. If we're warning people. No. No pledge sandwiches, no meth. Do not do it. We've also got Turkey Point going up against Port Bruce today, Jim. That's right, Taz. If there's two types of PBR I love in this world, it's Paps Blue Ribbon and Port Bruce Rutabagas that you can get from their local organic farms. Uh, yeah, it's the type of town where you can you know, leave your car doors locked. I'm sorry, unlocked at night, not because it's safe, but just because most of their vehicles are so damn rotten, they're not even worth stealing. It is on the north coast of Lake Erie, but there's a place called Juanita Beach. So what is it, Port Port Bruce? Do you have a beach or Juanita Beach? Make up your damn mind. And they're taking on (laughs) Turkey Point this morning. Who doesn't love turkey around the holidays, right? And speaking of holidays, you got to visit Turkey Point around christmas the turkey point holiday parade happens the first saturday of every december and it is legendary sponsored by the turkey point hotel it takes 45 minutes and at the end of the parade the big man in red will be there for your kids to meet they'll go up sit on his lap and santa will punch your kids right in the face and say welcome to turkey point bitch oh the memories (laughs) That's how we do it in Turkey Point, kids. Hey, Jim, is 150 pounds of marijuana a lot? Yes. Yes, it is a lot. Hmm. Okay, this probably wasn't a good idea then. Michigan authorities have charged a Canadian nurse with drug offenses after they allege she tried to smuggle more than 150 pounds of marijuana across the Ambassador Bridge into the United Mm. States on April 22nd. So you can visualize that, Taz. Uh, Half a pound of weed is a Ziploc freezer bag, so 300 Ziploc freezer bags (laughs) full of weed in that trunk. Okay, she presented her passport and a work permit, so she had status to work as a registered nurse in the U.S., apparently. Um, she had a placard issued by Canadian Border Services Agency, which showed that she was a first responder and healthcare worker. She probably just assumed because everyone's loving the 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 frontline healthcare workers right now that they're going to be like, "Thank you for your service. You just go right ahead." Hmm. But no, and imagine the panic in this uh. moment. 
they said, excuse me, ma'am, could you please pop the trunk? Like, what is going through her head? She knew <laughs> that in the trunk were 143 vacuum-sealed bags of suspected marijuana. They they open the trunk, and there's a bit of an, even though they're vacuum-sealed, there is still a bit of an odor permeating from the back of the vehicle, and they on further inspection realized that she was probably trying to smuggle marijuana across the border. You know, even in a time where all the first-line responders are heroes and they're being regarded in, you know, the highest of senses, there's probably very few people crossing the border, so they have the time to look through these cars. Yes. It's a terrible time to start smuggling stuff. Exactly. The border is closed, right? Yeah. What are you thinking? <laughs> Uh, Terry Leanne Maxwell, 48 years old, of Amherstburg, Ontario, just outside Windsor. That's Boss Brad's hometown. I wonder if he knows Terry Leanne. Um, she hey, isn't that has... Brad's dealer? <laughs> <laughs> She's been charged with conspiracy possession, intent to distribute, and importing more than 100 pounds of marijuana into the United States from Canada. Oh, man. And we're down one more nurse. Oh, during no. the pandemic to make matters worse, right? You know, if you live in Windsor and you're trying to get weed into Detroit, that river is not that wide. Can't you just put a pound of weed on a drone, fly it over, and then fly it back? Jim, that sounds like a great uh, experiment for the weekend for you. You let us know how <laughs> it goes, okay, buddy? <laughs> i just thinking like... There's got to be a better way than crossing yeah. the border during a crisis with 300 bags of weed on you. Yeah, or just throw them in the river. Eventually, they're going to wash up on the other side, right? <laughs> Somehow. I don't know. Well, I'm sure she's regretting her decision at this point. Now, I, I don't think we deserve full credit for this idea, but we're going to take partial credit here, Jim. When professional sports started canceling their seasons uh, because of COVID-19, did we not instantly have the discussion saying they should start pitting these athletes head-to-head, -head, uh, playing video games, and we can watch big hockey players playing video games against each other? Yes, yes, we did, Taz. We said they have to pick their own team and uh, go head-to-head. -head. Yeah, we said that. Hmm. And guess what they started doing? That. Hmm. Man, we would be millionaires if we just acted on our ideas. <laughs> yeah, turns out thinking things is great, but doesn't lead to any money. So it's all about doing, I guess, or writing we're it down. Give, we're giving this stuff away for free. What? Uh, what's our problem here? Uh, this is a really cool clip that's going around, though. I, I saw this. The uh, uh, Ovechkin, who is hot on breaking uh, Gretzky's record, it, Ovechkin played against Wayne Gretzky in EA Sports Chell, and it was one heck of a game, wasn't it, Jim? Yeah. Uh, of course, Ovechkin picked the Washington Capitals. Gretzky picked the Edmonton Oilers, so he was going uh, old school Gretzky. And, I mean, uh, I got to pick the Oilers. Yeah, yeah. They, you know, I never knew Gretzky playing for the Oilers. I always knew him. Come on. LA. Well, like his uh, Oilers era was before my yeah. time. I know. Um, but... Uh, they, they played head to head and it was a tight game. It was, it was, uh, 3-2 for Gretzky with seconds left in the third period. 
I would have thought Ovi would have taken this one handily because he's a younger guy, probably played more video games in his day. But Gretzky is apparently pretty good at Chell. So it's 3-2, five seconds left in the game, and here's a clip from Ovi storming back down the ice. Oh, no. Oh, no. Ovi. Oh, no. Oh, yeah! <laughs> seconds. Oh my god! What a play! Out of (laughs) Tie game. I've seen him less excited to score goals in the NHL. (laughs) Yeah, no kidding. During the Stanley Cup playoffs, he doesn't get that excited. Yeah, not to be outdone though, it goes to OT and what happens? The great one proves himself once again. Oh, to miss the net. Oh. oh my oh, god, no. go. That's it. Oh! oh the save! <laughs> it's over! We're done! Juicy rebound. Gretzky puts he one got in. It in there. Wins by one goal in OT. Well, I guess that settles it then. <laughs> Gretzky is the greatest yeah, of all time. Officially. It's funny too. The stuff that happens during the broadcast, like they, they got to keep doing this because there is like silly things that happen. Like uh, Ovechkin started the broadcast with his mic on mute for several minutes and didn't realize it. <laughs> They're just like us, Taz. And uh, you know, Gretzky's talking about his his favorite coaches of all time. So they're they're playing the game, but they're also kind of hanging out and shooting the breeze while they're at it. Have LeBron and Michael Jordan played NBA yet? If oh. not, we need. Hey, there's another free idea for you, yeah. the world. Why don't you steal that one from us, too? <laughs> I want to see him play a little more old school, though. I want to, I want to see double dribble on the NES or, uh, or NBA Jam. J- Jordan versus Bird. Remember that one? You know, was that you a probably game? don't. Jordan versus Bird. Yeah, it was just two guys. It was one on one and half court one on one and terrible graphics, but Played it for hours and hours on end. Awesome. You do Jordan versus LeBron. Do it. Some hacker can uh, probably make that happen. I'd watch it. Just remember to turn the mics on, guys. And here's a crazy story, Jim. Uh, in France, they are testing to see whether or not smoking cigarettes can prevent you from dying of coronavirus. For real. What? I heard the yeah. exact opposite. This is a headline from France 24, news station over there. Nicotine could protect people from contracting coronavirus. They did a a study, examined a bunch of people with COVID-19, and found that uh, only 5% of them were smokers, which is a lot lower than the 35% uh, rate of smokers within the general population of France. I expected that number to be more like 75%, Hmm. judging by the movies I've seen. Next, you're going to tell me they don't wear berets over there, too. Yeah, right. Striped black and white shirts. (laughs) (laughs) So they think that maybe nicotine could be adhering to cell receptors and blocking the virus from entering cells and spreading into the body. And they're looking more into that right now. But how how ironic. Say, ironic. (laughs) How ironic would that be if smoking is the thing that protects you from getting coronavirus? 
from a respiratory illness. Right. The weird thing is I heard the opposite. I heard that one of the reasons why Italy was hit so hard is because their aging population is all smokers. And I was just there and everybody smokes in Italy. And, and yeah, I heard that if you smoke, you're more likely to die from coronavirus. So, hey, I'm not saying pick up a pack of cigarettes, start smoking today. Just letting you know this is a study that is happening in France right now because they're they're curious to know whether or not uh, the results of this study uh, are an anomaly or if, or if it's true if smoking could protect you from this now here's the here's the thing France has been hit hard 21,000 deaths from coronavirus smoking kills 75,000 people a year in France Hmm. So the so cure may be worse than the yeah. disease. If it, and if it is just the nicotine, maybe stick with the gum. They are going to be doing patches. They're putting patches on COVID-19 patients to see if it affects huh. their their symptoms. They say that one of the big things is a major overreaction of the immune system, which causes people to go bad really fast when they get COVID-19. So they're thinking maybe the nicotine patches will calm that overreaction of the immune system. Interesting. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a smoker. But uh, we will keep an eye on that one for you and let you know what they figure out over there in France. Hmm. We'll see. I bet you if this is true, then I guess in France and drinking wine will cure it as well, right? That's yeah. next. <laughs> it turns out the cure for coronavirus, baguettes et fromage. is <laughs> <laughs> a miracle. But you need to inject the fromage right into the bloodstream, <laughs> which basically I've been doing since I'm in isolation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Stuffed crust. I'm a, my body is stuffed crust right now. My cheese addiction has uh, is at an all time high. I have been <laughs> considering freebasing cheddar. That's uh, that's the point we're at now. Got to save money on toilet paper somehow. <laughs> Get it, India. You know we like to focus on the positive here. We're always looking for the silver lining and the gray cloud that is uh, this pandemic, and I think we've got some here. Let's start uh, with this good news. Coronavirus cannot be sexually transmitted, according to health officials. You cannot get uh, coronavirus from bumping uglies. However, if you are within six feet of a person, you can get coronavirus. So unless you have the world's longest penis, you're probably uh, <laughs> at risk or of maybe getting you coronavirus have, if you're having maybe sex. Maybe you've got one of those full-body latex suits that I've seen before. Sure. I didn't really yeah. know what they were for before, but it's like a full-body condom. That's right. Ain't no That's... coronavirus getting through that. Get your make sure your your gimp mask is zipped up if you're going to be having sex. Okay, uh, yeah. If you kiss saliva, blah blah blah, all that stuff. But the actual genitalia part of it is not going to catch you any coronavirus. Hmm. Good news, right? And how about this? Uh, bad news, obviously. Hotel occupancy, the hotel industry really suffering. Occupancy down 50 to 80% worldwide. People just aren't uh, staying at hotels. 
Well, uh, bad news for the old bed bugs, but good news for us. Bed bugs are dying if they don't eat. Hmm. So bed bugs may be eliminated because of coronavirus because they just have nobody to feast on right now. Interesting. Huh. huh? That would be awesome. I've never had bed bugs. I've never seen a bed bug, but I've heard nightmares, obviously, and that, I guess right. that is a positive. I've heard they're not fun. Who who are these still fifty to twenty percent of people still staying in hotels though? Like who would be who is checking into a hotel right now? Well, maybe you have said, people who live on the road, who you know, drifters, <laughs> drifters sure. in the ilk. You've got people maybe traveling for business, essential workers who are having to check into hotels and travel still for business. You got people who just don't want to believe this is a real thing and they're living their life as per usual. Okay, they could be checking so. into hotels, but uh, well, that's pretty substantial. 80%, down 80%. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of people staying at hotels. Some more good news involving the pandemic. Miami hasn't had a homicide in six weeks, and that's the longest stretch since 1964. Even though there's less of a police presence on the streets, and no one's been murdered in Miami in six weeks. <laughs> I guess so. I guess the uh, the cocaine industry has slowed down significantly. <laughs> yeah, you, would you have been? Because I know Jim. When when all this broke, you were sitting in the crowd at a Miami Heat game when the NBA announced they were going to be canceling the rest of the season because of COVID-19. Would you have been as excited to be in Miami if you knew that Miami, uh, the longest stretch of no homicides, is six weeks since 1964? (laughs) That's a little... I'm glad I didn't know that stat until now. Let's be serious. If you're looking over your shoulder, coronavirus (laughs) would have been the least of your worries. How's Tom Hanks doing? Let's check in with with our boy Hanks. We know he was one of the first, along with Rita Wilson, celebrities to be diagnosed with COVID-19, since recovered, and of course, he's the nicest guy in the world, so... Now Tom Hanks is doing what he can to help others. We just found out that we do carry the antibodies. We have not only been approached, we have said, do you want our blood? Can we give plasma? And in fact, we will be giving it now to the places that hope to work on what I would like to call the Hank scene. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hanks is donating his blood, trying to wow. prevent others from... Uh, getting serious complications from COVID-19. And that quote just proves that uh, the richer and more powerful you are, the more people will laugh at your crappy jokes. (laughs) You don't like the Hank scene? The Hank scene? It doesn't even rhyme or work. (laughs) And everybody just busted a gut. Why are you crapping on Tom Hanks, man? He's he's the greatest dude. He's He's giving the blood from his veins to help other people. Is probably he Jesus. He's probably <laughs> like, gonna give away a kidney while he's at it. You know. I know. He what was do you the need? First guy to warn us all, and then he's going to be the cure. You need my gallbladder, my spleen. Take it, take it all. This is really cool. Tom Hanks also is helping out an eight-year-old kid in Australia. He was quarantined in Australia for a while. There's a kid there named Corona. 
Corona DeVries, eight-year-old kid. It wasn't named. I know we, we talked about the uh, the woman in India who named her twins COVID and Corona after the virus. This kid was not named after the virus, but bullies have been all over him since uh, coronavirus broke out. What's, tr- what's trashier, naming it after the virus or the beer? I don't really, think it's really. after the beer. It's also, it's you know, uh, well, let me finish the story here before you continue to crap on Tom Hanks here, Jim. Um, Tom Hanks became pen pals with Corona, and Tom sent him a vintage Corona brand typewriter that he had brought with him to Australia. I don't know if you know this, but Tom Hanks is an aficionado of typewriters. He collects old vintage typewriters. So Tom wrote him a letter on the Corona saying, you're the only person I've ever known to have the name Corona, like the ring around the sun, a crown. That's the translation. That's what Corona means, Jim. It, not I necessarily know it means crown. named after the beer. I know it means crown, but it, it, when you hear Corona, you think of the virus or the beer. I'm sorry, kid. Welcome to life. Sure. Uh, it's, it's Australia, though. How popular is Corona beer in Australia? It's not like they named their kid Foster's Lager, okay? <laughs> <laughs> it means something else, too. And if you named your kid Foster, you would think of the beer. I'm sorry, Corona. <laughs> and Tom Hanks continues, I thought this typewriter would suit you. Ask a grown-up how it works and use it to write me back p.s you got a friend in me you got a friend (laughs) in me you know you really did uh tom hanks what a guy great Uh, dude hey he's a nice dude i mean sure he gave this kid this eight-year-old the most outdated technology that exists it would have yeah. been nicer. I'm sure the kid would have loved an iPad or something instead of the typewriter. But <laughs> Can't afford a MacBook? A very nice gesture from a recovered Tom Hanks. Uh, Hanks was the host of Saturday Night Live. They did that at-home edition a couple weeks back. Well, they're doing another at-home episode tomorrow. SNL will be on live. We don't know who is going to be hosting tomorrow, but there will be an episode of Saturday Night Live for you to check out on Saturday night. Thank you very much for checking out the Taz and Jim podcast. If you want to listen to us the old-fashioned way, live on the radio, you can do that on FM 96 in London or Y108 in Hamilton weekday mornings from 5.30 until 9.30. Or subscribe, keep downloading the podcasts, and we'll keep talking.